Sultans of Slam for January 25th, 2016. This is our Royal Rumble review show. I am Lee. I'm joined by Andrew. Hello. We watched the show over at Andrew's house. We had a, a packed house of animals and snacks and human <laughs> beings. Uh, and I think the plan was we were originally going to bust the mic out last night, but it was kind of late. It was late. I, I, I didn't feel like I had anything to say. So, let's talk about the Rumble. It As a pay-per-view, uh, this, solely we're talking about that. We can talk about some of the news and stuff that kind of... Uh, it, it's a, been a busy month for the WWE in general. I mean, just today you, you sent me a tweet that Stardust announced that his character will be coming to an end. Hopefully he gets some kind of program on, on Mania, even if it's like a pre-show match to just end that character properly, send him on his way. A failed experiment, so to speak. Uh, but let's talk, let's talk about the Rumble itself. So, uh, if we're going to just run down the card in order, first let's get general impressions. Well, how did you feel about the, the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, Andrew? In, in its entirety, I actually really liked it. I thought it was the strongest pay per view in, in, in a number of them. I mean, going it was back a good package. to yeah, yes, like even even back to SummerSlam, it, it was it was a full pay per view. I mean, yes, you understand that like, the, the Rumble match itself mm. is you know over an hour long, and you've got to fill it with a couple of other t- title matches and things like that. But yeah. I mean, it, not, not only that, uh, you're you're also trying to set up uh, stories for Mania. You're trying oh, to yeah. set up heat and stories for Mania. So it's not even just a matter of somehow uh, scripting a thirty man. Uh, fight where it kind of you know everything has to kind of go off without a hitch to get to get these certain things across. Uh, yeah, on top of that, you're kind of thinking two months down the line. This is where this is where it starts. This is the road to WrestleMania, Andrew, and, and hopefully starting on the right foot. I sure it is incredibly hard for them. It seems like recently in the last two years we've been completely underwhelmed with the Royal Rumble itself. It's been far more scripted. I mean, yeah. you might Roman say Reigns it, involved in all three Rumbles, unfortunately. Yeah. And I mean, like with this year, it, it was obvious. I don't want to say obvious, but it was it was very well scripted on how it was going to go. Yeah. And, it, and when it went that way, but what what really helped this year for sure is the matches leading up to the Rumble itself were all very solid. Uh, the IC title match, uh, the last man standing. To, to borrow an adjective from Stone Cold Steve Austin, it was a hellacious match. That was an incredible last man standing match. Uh, the match that followed it being the tag team match. They had they had big shoes to fill, a huge show to follow, and for a pretty vanilla tag team match, the charisma of the New Day pulled through. You know the the it Usos wasn't... have. There's I don't, uh, apparently it... the crowd there, like the live crowd there, yeah. doesn't really react to the Usos. I don't know who the Usos are for. <laughs> I, I don't even know what 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 they're doing really. They I had a mean, good match. I I just don't want to see that be the program going forward. Like, their, their in ring is good, but there's 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 no real substance to them. I mean, it's yeah. it's very simple. It's very plain. You get you get you see what you get really. Mm. All uh, ultimately, well, why don't we just go through the card? I, I mean, we might as well. I mean, starting with the <laughs> we kind of started already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Starting with the pre show, I guess you had a fatal four way kickoff match, uh, which was to qualify for the Royal Rumble at large. And we talked about this on our, our show leading up to the Rumble, I yeah. believe. And it was Dar- It was a team. Both both members of the team would get into the Rumble. Uh, so you had Darren Young and Damian Sandow, the Dudley Boys, the Ascension, and Mark Henry and Jack Swagger. I, of course, called that Mark Henry and Jack Swagger would be making it in as Mark Henry. Uh, the- Probably his last Rumble, honestly. Oh, absolutely, uh, I think he's really he's, he's really <laughs> close to retirement, and I wouldn't be shocked if they if they gave him some kind of other pre-show or the, no, maybe the, the, they they would even have him win the uh, uh, Andre the yeah. Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Absolutely, him and Big Show. 
That's that's where the guys like that get to be honored. <laughs> uh, so Mark Henry and Jack Swagger win the match. Not much to really say about the match at large. Uh, some bigger spots for Damian Sandow. It was nice to see Darren Young, who's been away with, with injuries for a while. The Dudley boys at this point uh, are just spiraling downward. Into, eventually, I just imagine they disappear from, from WWE television altogether. Uh, hopefully backstage, you know, they're, they're having an impact. They're talking to the guys. They're... I, I think they're really just there. Not, not. I mean, they, they can be seen as jobbers, but sort of. ultimately yeah. to to push both backstage and on screen. Uh, yeah. Both, both. Sorry, which, which is all of the upcoming talent. Yeah, ultimately, what how, how we hope management sees someone like Jericho. We hope that Jericho is not being seriously considered for a push at any point during any of this. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, anyways, the show starts. Uh, we have a different announce team. Going now, so kind of a little bit of a change up. Uh, Byron Saxon, Michael Cole, uh, JBL, and uh, King sitting out. He gets to sit on the the panel with Booker T and and those guys. Whatever. I mean, you, you, I mean, what you see is what you get. Ultimately, Jr. Well, Jr. Sorry, King. Yeah. Ultimately, brings that 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 oh. whine, that whiny really <laughs> heel over the top kind of reaction. Whereas Byron Saxton, you never know really where I, he's leaning. I've been watching increasing amounts of SmackDown, and it it becomes more clear than ever that Michael Cole might as well not be saying anything. Uh, if he's not shilling, he's calling the match in such a way that it's distracting because you're like, a better job could be done. He's not calling the moves most of the time. Uh, and it seems like it, it, an afterthought, like he's being distracted by it. Um, but, well, like, much like last night in the Rumble, uh, someone pulled the Tornado DDT off the turnbuckle. Sure. I can't remember who it was, but the, he immediately used a, he referenced... Um, Spinning DDT or something. I'm like, you know the moves. I don't understand why you're fumbling. Or at least like we this. hope he does. Well, uh, one, yeah, one can hope. So the first match, of course, Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens. Uh, some believable heat going into this match. Of course, this is their uh, their rematch since Dean Ambrose took the IC title at uh, TLC, of course, uh, a month ago, a month and a bit ago when you really consider it. Fantastic match. What can I say? Uh, they brought the, the tables into it. There were some weapons. Uh, Kevin Owens tried to kill Dean Ambrose like a vampire at one point during the match. <laughs> well, didn't, didn't Dean threw a chair at him? It rang around his neck. It yeah, didn't it got fall stuck off. around his neck. For and, a then, bit. and then he hit him. Yeah. Like he was standing. Uh, Owens was standing in the ring. He gets. I think he got knife edge chopped across the chest. Yep. Chair goes flying. <laughs> uh, spots a lot of good visuals. Kendo sticks. Yes. Uh, I mean the, the the mildly hilarious views of the Gatorade and water under the ring on trays, yeah, which was uh, like I, mean, I've that I don't remember seeing that ever. We always assumed someone was just hiding under there for the rumble later and they needed to stay quenched oh, the uh, referees the, the hard work they they're, they're very thirsty uh, this is a this is a good match for these two guys obviously uh they're gonna beat the living crap out of each other how many tables broken this thing four two at the same time and that was the finish uh, two at the same time yeah and there's the, the two singles earlier yeah kevin owens put dean ambrose through two chairs that were set up two chairs and then four Powerbound, yeah and then it was four two sitting in the middle or he was about to and yeah and yeah. then, he, then he, he got flipped yes he off. got goosed. Yeah, he got, he got goosed forward. Uh, uh, that was a fantastic match. I, I'm i hoping... You would hope to see at least two of those kind of matches each pay-per-view. You like, Not only was it a good match, period. Uh, the two guys... Kevin Owens doing a lot of the heavy lifting uh, as such a likable heel. Uh, and we, I said it during the Rumble, too. I'm like, Kevin Owens has believable heat with four or five different guys in this company. And they can point and just... They'll have a good program with any of these guys. No one else in the company has that. No one. But it, it goes back to that, that idea that everyone it hasn't established themselves as a true heel. I mean, can maybe maybe Sheamus, but he's a very poor one. Yeah. But where you get to the point of Owens really has heat as a heel. He con- he conducts himself as a heel. Yeah. He comes across as a heel. And when you have someone like 
Dean Ambrose, who is, I mean, yeah, he's a he's a straight face, but you can pull he's any, crazy. Any, anyone who's a tweener, <laughs> yeah, and you can pull them up, and immediately it's blank versus it's Owens, yeah. and it's going to be good. You fill it in, yeah, absolutely. Um, and we'll talk more about that a little bit later. Uh, one of my highlights, of course, Kevin Owens was thrown over the announce table, and he apparently grabbed and broke Michael Cole's glasses while fumbling around, which was a hilarious visual in and of itself. And Dean Ambrose took someone's phone and then smacked him with it too. <laughs> I don't, and I, I, I think that was from either the, the French table or the Spanish table yeah. and he proceeded to you could see it was on yeah. I don't know if he took a picture with it first it was an iPhone he took yeah. a picture with it first and threw it at him and then he didn't throw it at him he actually took it in his hand and smashed it into his forehead fantastic so good stuff That that's a good match just beginning to end uh, the tag match was next we had the Usos of course uh, challenging for the tag championships against the New Day New Day of course debuting uh, Francesca 2 a new trombone <laughs> Uh, Xavier was at ringside. He was not taking part in the match. You know, not taking part in the match. And, uh, you know, was entertaining, as always. Uh, I actually know some people who this was a, a first wrestling event for them. They had not watched wrestling in a long time. Or or for, through happenstance, they came okay. across the Rumble. And were, were very taken by the New Day. And just how ridiculous that gimmick is. If you're not... If you haven't built up to it, the unicorn, the colors, the gyrating. When they won the title, they're all just writhing on the, on the yeah. ring. Just humping the air. Uh, good stuff. That's... That's good stuff. So. I'm, I'm not even sure if it's a gimmick because they they they, they, they just said that we're acting like ourselves. Mm. We're just being goofy. Yeah, and it's so like, it's not even yeah. an act. It's just them, especially especially Xavier Woods. The, yeah, the, them working off one another. Uh, and again, you can tell they're not being scripted. It's very natural, and it's it's good. And I like now that on Raw they are not featuring them as heavily. There was a time when they were doing commentating. They were showing up in other segments that had nothing to do with them. Uh, keep keep them the way they are. Just that little drip of the new day every week, and they'll be relevant for a very long time. Xavier Woods, uh, t- that, uh, well, last night leaning over the table. To speak uh, into the mind, yeah, yeah. into the commentary <laughs> he team, the, yeah. and he's and he's yelling at them, and then eventually he walks to the uh, walks around the table, <laughs> grabs the extra pe- uh, set of headphones, sp- does a, like like a two minute promo about the new day, and then just drops it and goes back to the ring. <laughs> uh, the the new day wins, uh, pretty pretty clean win, all things considered for for a heel team, but uh, good for them. I, it yeah. would be real, a real shame if the Usos took it off of them, especially yeah, in this program. Yeah, they, they, they weren't walking. And, and going into title. Mania, I don't know if the New Day is positioned against someone totally new or they go with an Usos program. Uh, they bring in The Rock, maybe. It's The Rock and the Usos versus, <laughs> versus the New Day. Whatever. Uh, my, my, my dream booking was the New Day and Brock Lesnar team up to take on the Wyatts, as I mentioned. Uh, but I think now at this point, unless it's Rock taking on Undertaker, it's, I think, more likely that Undertaker and Brock Lesnar will take on the Wyatt family. And that's okay too. That's that sounds cool. That sounds like in your head you're like, yeah, that sounds badass. Well, so it, we'll it, see. It's, it's the mutual mutual respect. Yeah, thing. they've gone the three the three matches and now yeah. uh, help me take down these these clowns. <laughs> uh, next up, we had Alberto Del Rio uh, versus Kalisto, of course, for the United States Championship. Pretty good match. Unfortunately, we've seen this match so many times, and we've seen it be one sided. In, in both cases, like, we've seen these guys trade the title on Raw, on SmackDown, uh, and this was, by and large, not the best match they had. I think the initial match where Kalisto actually won the championship may have been their strongest. Some good high points in here. They seemed to get their wires crossed a few times. There was a couple missteps in this, uh, but some cool high spots. And again, this may have been the most forgettable match of the night, unfortunately, for Kalisto, but he ends up winning, winning the U.S. title. We'll see what happens now. And, and luckily for them, I think this was overshadowed by uh, Braun Strowman in the Rumble, but we'll get to that. 
for, for, for mess-ups. Yeah. Uh, moving on, of course, we have the Divas match. We have Ric Flair at ringside with Charlotte versus Becky Lynch. Uh, I, As for all the matches, this one might have had the most story build-up to it. Uh, where you actually want to see something pay off here. And, of course, it's kind of a question mark with this Divas revolution. Where where are the Divas? What's the Divas situation for Mania? And, uh, you know, the match itself was cool. We had a spot where Ric Flair uh, kissed Becky to distract her. We had uh, a mix-up where Charlotte kicked Ric Flair. Ric Flair's throwing his jacket on Becky's face. All in all, an okay match. And, again, we've seen these two fight so many times that I think their match on SmackDown, uh, like the first SmackDown on the USA, might have been their strongest Uh I don't know if it's nerves or what, but there, again, seem to be a few miscalculations in this match. It was a fine match. I enjoyed it. Uh, I like Becky Lynch, actually, now. She's kind of won me over. Now that she has kind of a character to her. Yeah, same uh, here. Is more determined a character and believably going after this title more so than when she was the last kicker saying, just spouting off in- insane nonsense. I think they've kind of let her do her own mic work, if I'm not mistaken. It seems like she's more naturally delivering these lines, at least. So, good for her. Unfortunately, she doesn't get the win here. Charlotte retains the uh, the championship. Sasha Banks, however, comes out, uh, and you you think it's she's going to throw down or whatever the hell's going to happen. She kicks Becky out of the ring, and as Charlotte turns to leave, gives her the bank statement uh, and basically tells her this is her spotlight, and Sasha's taken over. So, and that's, that's the thing I, I, I really find interesting is the fact that I I have been pining for Sasha Banks to come back whenever yeah. she was More you know. One. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, after her injury, which she was mildly injured, but she's back. Yeah, obviously after last night. And Becky Lynch finally gets over with us. Yeah. And now here's Sasha Banks to pretty much <laughs> yeah. push her out of the limelight. Sorry, Becky. Uh, th- thanks for keeping it warm. I'm back now. So you, you, would, you would be thinking it's a triple threat situation. Ideally, I think what's going to happen is a fast lane. It is going to be a triple threat yeah. between the three of them. But Eve Marie, how does she fit in this? She's in all the promotions for fast Hopefully not line. at all. Yeah. She's just, you know, a face. Yeah. And then uh, at WrestleMania, it's going to be kind of a rematch of what NXT did the night before Mania. Last year in, okay. in, in, in at uh, Levi Stadium, where it's going to be once again Charlotte versus uh, Sasha Banks, but on a grander stage, of course, this yep. time. And of course, when it's Mania, all the you know all the diehards are showing up, and they will hopefully really appreciate that. Uh, unfortunate for Becky, and of course, you know uh, Nikki's somewhere in the wings, poised to return probably sometime after Mania and whatnot. How does she fit into this picture? Uh, Brie, Alicia, you know, you got Natalia and Paige as well. Paige is relatively over. Her character is an effing mess right now, but. Uh, admittedly, you know, that's another viable option. So we'll see. The question is, do you think the Divas in in the short term, do you think the Divas will get over enough that we'll, we'll want to see not only a uh, a program for the belt itself, like Charlotte defending this, this Divas championship, but also maybe see a Becky Lynch page feud separately from that that can possibly be on a pay-per-view. So you know, a pay-per-view is hitting and you have a Divas match that doesn't actually have a championship at stake. Do you think that's in the short-term possibility? You know, I was actually thinking just that. And yeah. in reality, I really think right now it can't. I don't want to say that they don't have what it takes. They absolutely do. But the yeah. way that they're, uh, all their matches are being conducted on this grander scale, on this grander stage, is a lacking of what it, what it had in NXT. Mm-hmm. Though, I can see them in the long term getting to that point. They just need to figure out what angles to do in a story rather than it continuously being evident that it's it's going to be a catfight. Yeah. Well, and that kind of comes down to the, the division itself. It's the Divas division. Uh, and you know what? It, it won't become yeah. legit until they drop that moniker just of Divas. women's heavyweight title. It needs to be women's. Yeah. There was much more respect and believability when yeah. it was the women's title. I mean, look at Lita and Trish Stratus. It was the same thing. Yep. 
So, until you, they get to that point, I don't see it going forward. You think, like, the belt goes to Sasha and that's a thing that happens? Like, they legitimize it at that point? I think they could. They really, yeah. really could. Having I mean, her Char- defend it, right? Like, Yeah. Well, yeah. well and Charlotte could, too. She, she, is, she is sound. But, yeah. I mean, with one of them, they need to take that step. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they do. Or introduce a tag belt for the Divas. I, I'm not saying they need the legitimacy of always competing for a belt to, yeah. to, to make it worth watching. Uh, you know... We look back at WrestleMania from last year. You had Seth Rollins versus Randy Orton. Nothing's on the line in that except a feud between those two guys, and it ends up being one of the best matches of Mania. And it comes down to the legitim- legitimacy of the story. If I, yes. if I can't believe it, once once again, it's like if you if you um, try to legitimize a cat fight as the reason to why they're fighting, yeah. it doesn't make they sense. They just dislike each other. I mean, <laughs> and I'd, I'd like to see them go back to the way that it was too back in the old days. I mean, I yep. think I saw a TLC match between Trish Stratus and Lita, or something similar, where Lita's up on the ladder. And uh, she, I think she's gonna a suplex they, Tristratus through, and then she pushes Lita through. They're, 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 it seems like some of them aren't willing to take that risk. Uh, well, I'm gonna say, is to that on over. them or is it on the company? Because I haven't seen since I've been back and watching wrestling. There, there's none of that in a divas match. It's both. Yeah, in my opinion, it's both because you, you can't, don't want to see a girl driven through a table. <laughs> so, they, well, they don't want to yeah. see that. They're scared. To, I'm sure it's it's they're scared to see what's gonna happen if it goes wrong. Yeah, and I'm not even sure they can trust them. Yeah, that's fair too. Impale Ava Marie on a table leg or something like that. <laughs> well, you Anyhow, make, make it, make it <laughs> so here we go. The Rumble, Andrew. I know you have you've printed out a state of the art sheet. Uh, unfortunately, the eliminations are not in order, but the entrants are in order. We have an all verse one Roman Reigns versus twenty nine other entrants. And uh, a problem I had while watching this, just on a grand scale, and I tried to get my point across in this, is that. As soon as more than one person is in the ring against Roman Reigns, there should be an unspoken, like, and it came back later in the match, too, because like Roman Reigns is tend to do in Rumble matches, he was hanging out in the corner just breathing heavily for large swatches of this. And when you when you break it down, like I was surprised to learn earlier, Roman Reigns eliminated four people in this entire yeah. Royal Rumble. And admittedly, he, he left uh, for most of the <laughs> middle of it. But all the same, like in, in his showing last year, he he put twelve people over the top rope. Uh, in this one, we're supposed to believe that, and it, this is where things get shitty. And while pe- why people didn't really like the end of this rumble, and spoiler alert, Triple H ends up winning, not against Roman Reigns, mind you. Roman Reigns is eliminated third last. Dean Ambrose is the last living hope against Triple H winning this uh, championship, and people are then bummed because now they have the possibility. That, whoa, maybe maybe we're all wrong about this. They've already set up Triple H and Roman Reigns by having him just enter the Rumble and eliminate him. Maybe Dean Ambrose wins it and he's got both championships and where do they go from there? That would be a mess. Obviously, they've been building up to a Triple H, Roman Reigns, what used to be a Triple H-Seth Rollins feud uh, for Mania. So stick with the story. They're going to see it through, obviously. You're not going to change the third act of your story. It wouldn't make any sense. And I think the predictability of it is why people are bummed. There's a lot of things to be excited about that happened over the course of that rumble, though, as we will get to in your... Yeah. Of course. Well, with, <laughs> with, with, with the list, I mean, not, not that being said, obviously some of the names uh, of people that they were eliminated by yeah. will not be in the ring yet, but we'll still include that anyway. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and ultimately, uh, if, <laughs> if the entrance of the Royal Rumble don't uh, excite you very much... Yeah. Uh, I would say don't take uh, me blandly saying who was in and eliminated by, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, as, as how exciting no, it was. We're going to boil it down. We're going to give our opinion on each one of these combatants' uh, efforts in this Royal Rumble match. So, of course, Roman Reigns is out first. The crowd boos him. The crowd's 50-50 on him immediately. So, 
while they're fine with him spearing Triple H after TLC, yeah. where they're fine with him on Raw, SmackDown, whatever, defending his belt and being the character that they've they've kind of pushed him towards, as soon as a pay-per-view's on and there's stakes, people still don't know how to feel about Roman Reigns. I think it was also the fact that, maybe, maybe it's me playing to the crowd, even though they're not, you know, a rounder here. Yeah. Uh, they were a really <laughs> intelligent crowd. Yes. They, they knew when it was, you know, fun. And, yes. and good to cheer, and they also knew when it was like no nonsense. This this is just not cool. For sure. I mean, admittedly, they were cheering AJ Styles before the pay per view even started. There's a lot of people there, obviously, that knows what's going on, uh, and, and you know, see the ending of this rumble coming. And while it's from my perspective or a wrestling fan's perspective, I would like to think is yeah, okay, they're following through the story, but because it's such a long game, it kind of is is not boring, but it's like ah. Uh, yeah, well, now Triple H wins it, and it sets up this in two months. So this is basically a write-off. We know what's going to happen. And yeah. now the question becomes, does Roman Reigns win a title at Mania? And are... is Because Mania is going to be hardcore fans. It's going to be the same group. Yeah. Are they 50-50 on that dude at Mania winning the belt? But we still don't know what's happening at Fastlane. Because they have no. said it's going to, Fastlane is scheduled. We don't know the, the main event yet. Yeah. But oh, at this point, who knows what's tonight. But it is scheduled to be a Triple A event. A Triple H event. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's, it's carried uh, over well yes. into WrestleMania. Now, there is a chance that Triple H... Maybe maybe Roman isn't involved in a match. Maybe Triple H drops the title. Uh, now, this sounds far-fetched, yeah. but there is, there is a chance that they might the, both walk into Mania and just it might be about them and not about a title. Which is fine. Good. Uh, the, the thing, the scuttlebutt I hear is Elimination Chamber for to number one contender. And Roman Reigns goes over in that match. So it's like he that's, earned it. But it's like the Rumble is that match. You can well, have this dude make it through twenty nine other combatants. But that, but that, that would be so much. That would be so much to swallow. Just because we have had him a close to winning the Rumble, then we've yes. had him be number one contender after winning the Rumble last year, and then we have the Rumble this year where he loses the title, and we have to stomach him working it up again. We yes. cannot stomach him building up so to that point again. The the problem here is that any amount of making Roman Reigns appear strong or putting him over other wrestlers is not. The thing that's going to make people like Roman Reigns at this point. He's been involved in the the finale of the Rumble three years in a row. Him and Batista. Uh, him and Rusev, I guess. And then this year again. Uh, he's he's won the title. He's attacked the authority. He's lost the title. He's. I've just had so much of Roman Reigns shoved down my throat. Yes. Involuntarily. It's different than when it was The Rock or it was Austin. I know I'm going back to like 10, yep. 15 years ago. Well, even but, in the package for the Rumble, like they show Roman Reigns and then they fade to, to Stone Cold and then fade back to Roman Reigns. He's like, I see what you're doing, but it's not the same thing. He is not the same person. It is not the no, same personality. He's not, and, and he is not a renegade. Anywhere if, near as likable. <laughs> and it is like I had said before we even start doing this podcast. If yeah. you wanted someone to be that person, how in the hell... Did you not look at Dean Ambrose yeah. and just see that? Months, maybe, maybe a whole months before, I, I don't know exact date. Yeah. When they were in New York, he went out and got a fucking hot dog cart <laughs> and started. That is Austin-esque. If I have ever seen yeah. it to this point, no one has done when that. When he was popping out of that presence and like out of places attacking yeah. Seth Rollins. Yes, and it's not hard to see if they flip the script and Roman Reigns is just in Dean Ambrose's yeah, Ambrose's <laughs> Ambrose's uh, position right now. Uh, how much you know? Exactly, it's it's the IC title is stronger with him at, Dean Ambrose as a champion than the heavyweight title will be as Rome, with Roman Reigns as a champion. Yeah. He's uninteresting. No, he's not, not interesting as a champion uh, in the way that Seth Rollins start was starting to be like where he was just kind of spinning in place, and it's just like well. 
Triple H wants to fight you at Mania, so just whine a bit and fight who we tell you to. <laughs> uh, yeah, not that I'm discrediting what Seth Rollins has done. He had some amazing matches. It's his positioning, though, as a character was... It was flawed. Yes. He he himself is, is, is a great entertainer. Yeah. The way he was set up to be a character was flawed. And again, what was Roman Reigns supposed to be doing now? If, if Seth Rollins was still around and believably still champion, what the hell was Roman Reigns supposed to be doing right now? That is a good question. Uh, and we'll never know. Good, no, we never will. Uh, yeah. It's like, oh, it's a good thing we have Roman Reigns kicking around to, to – like, right? <laughs> it, it, it's, well, it's almost like they, yeah. they, fell back on, they fell back on a character that was yeah. just so forgotten in time, i.e. the only – again, once again, the only one that can't give up the S.H.I.E.L.D. identity. Yes. Still wearing armor, still in, still Tra- the same intro. Trading on it. Yeah. Still coming out of the crowd. Yeah. Some Maybe things just never change. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got big ears. I think that's why he keeps the long hair. <laughs> that's a thing I've noticed. Uh, Adam Driver from Star Wars. You see that one picture of him in like, yeah, his military with, days? Yeah. It's like, that's why that dude has long hair since he's become an actor. Because, my God. If he was on WWE, they'd be calling him Dumbo like they call Neville. So, <laughs> Anyways, brought to you by Chex Mix. Let's run down the Royal Rumble <laughs> Match. Roman Reigns is out first. Okay, first yeah. we got him. Spoiler alert, he gets uh, eliminated, I believe it was second last, just before Dean, yes. wasn't it? Yeah, he was um, the, thir- the third last guy in the match. By Triple H. Yes. He lasted quite a long time, but he was also uh, taken out uh, multiple times by uh, people involving themselves in the match, like the League of Nations, yeah. uh, taking him to the outside, which I thought was great because they set him up There's on, a good on the Spanish announce yeah. table. And then Rusev runs from table because there is three commentator yeah. tables tonight. Runs from one yeah. to two and then belly flops yes. onto Roman Reigns, <laughs> driving both of them through. And as and, and Roman's, <laughs> Roman is clocked at this point. Yes. Rusev spins over and throws his arm in the air yeah. like he just won the Boston it's, Marathon. It's not over. He then pops to his feet and goes to and, Vince McMahon and says, give me a, a hug, boss. Uh, and he, and he, the, the, <laughs> I think that what put it over is Vince's willingness yeah, to just go, to, with, to it. go, to yeah. go with it. And I think he really enjoyed it. He had this genuine smile on yeah. his face that wasn't just a, a fake Vince, I'm, I, got, I got to put this over, so, let's smile. There were a lot of humor spots in this rumble, and it was... The way it was folded in actually really worked. Even our truth, which we'll get to, uh, <laughs> a lot of the humor spots really did work in this rumble. And I think overall it was a much more lighthearted rumble. There were less surprises. It was mostly just roster guys, which there's nothing wrong with. You sprinkle in your Sami Zayn's and your AJ Styles. We we'll get to in a second. Uh, and, and I think on the whole, this was better than having a you know a legend show up of any kind. This was better than I expected with what we had. Yes. If I had looked at this list at the beginning and gone. Yeah. This is what this is what we get. I would have been very disappointed. Understanding how they came in and how they were used, for the most part, I was yeah. pleasantly surprised. So, of course, Roman Reigns is injured at the side of the ring and disappears for a lot of this rumble, uh, presumably with a, a serious injury. Runs back in later, and we'll get to that. But like I said, when he was in the rumble, before he gets pulled out by the League of Nations, he wasn't doing much. He was. He Chris was... Jericho admittedly did more than him, and Chris Jericho also spent a fair bit of time in the corner. And my problem with this is Roman Reigns is the only dude in this match with anything to lose. This is the first time that the World Heavyweight Championship has been defended in a Royal Rumble, meaning every single one of the 29 guys that are coming down to the ring can win the WWE Championship. You know who can't win the championship? Roman Reigns. He already has it. So at any point when there's more than one person versus one person (laughs) in that ring, why isn't it like, let's get rid of this a-hole and then one of me or you can be champion? Oh, exactly. Uh, And that was really hard to suspend my disbelief. Also with the fact that 
a spot in this included that there's no disqualification in a rumble match, meaning you can bring weapons to the ring, which is something that hasn't widely been known. And if you are eliminated, nothing is stopping you from getting back into the ring and eliminating everybody else. No DQ. Yes. If someone eliminates you and you're like, oh, or like, you know, there's times when guys run in, they're eliminated within seconds. Mark Henry and Jack Swagger, unfortunately, won the ability to be eliminated in 30 seconds in this damn thing. (laughs) There was nothing stopping Mark Henry from turning around, jumping back up on the apron and pulling someone else out with him. There's nothing wrong with that. And that kind of, I think, really... The Royal Rumble only works in a world where if you're eliminated, you leave the ring. There will be repercussions if you come back and mess with the people who are still competing. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Uh, so the rules kind of bothered me on a, on a Royal Rumble, which I didn't hasn't come up before. this this Until this Rumble, as far as I know... And it's what happens to Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So, anyways, Rusev's the the second guy up. R- Rusev is number two. He is immediately eliminated by Roman Reigns. It was it yeah. was very kind of shocking, but very fitting too. It's also he was eliminated it, last year. They were the last two guys. Yeah. Rusev was put over the uh, he hid under the ring for most of the Rumble. Comes up and is immediately lariated over the top rope by Roman Reigns. But the reason for that was the build up to the next person, who really, in my opinion, was was my highlight of the yeah. Rumble was the debut of AJ Styles. Yeah, and a lot of people are asking who is AJ Styles. Uh, AJ Styles, <laughs> I think he must have debuted. He debuted about fifteen years ago. I mean, even for me, it was before that. Uh, yeah. he, he debuted in TNA. Uh, following TNA, made his way through Ring of Honor to New Japan, and now has found his way to WWE. Before uh, he, he wasn't, he was sought after by WWE when he first came in. But the problem was that he didn't want to go to stupid company already. He wanted to first, uh, what's 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 the yeah. term? He he wanted he wanted to 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 work. Yes, and, and hone his craft. Well, apparently, it was a developmental uh, uh, thing they gave him, and he's like, "That's not really for me." So he stuck with TNA and Ring of Honor for years, 2002 to 2016. This guy, uh, eventually, he signed with New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, which is where I was just talking about him from a couple shows ago, and he was there for two years uh, as the uh, third leader of the Bullet Club, which was a faction over there, which was very well liked, and apparently will be very well liked in the WWE as well. So this guy's finally in the WWE. His merch has sold out. Uh, technically, maybe the best wrestler on the planet. Absolutely. Though he, uh, may, he may be lacking a little bit on the mic skills with his yes. promo work, but his in-ring definitely makes up for it. And you could, you could see part of that in uh, in this match itself. I mean, yeah. he lasted quite a while until he was eliminated by Kevin Owens. Not without cause. So Kevin Owens throws him over the top rope and says, Welcome to the WWE and and, and, he, and, he's, and, and, and he throws yeah. but he, when he he throws his arms out, that is the phenomenal AJ Styles' taunt. When he yeah. comes out, he flips the hood, arms back. Yeah. He's the phenomenal AJ Styles. I mean that 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 is just his character. Absolutely. So you didn't get to see AJ do uh you know all all of his bag of tricks, and the hopefully that's clash. being saved for Raw tonight. And what you're hoping for Raw tonight is AJ comes out, he starts to say something, he's interrupted by Kevin Owens, and they just fight. And that's, and that's it. Just leave it on the And that would be great. My, my favorite point, and it, and it was it was brought to me by, uh, well, we'll say the internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> brought to me by the internet. The, the point was brought to me that he never got to use the Styles Clash. No. And they could be using it like he did in New Japan, where it was this ultimate move. Yes. Uh, that was truly the, a finisher. It's on, the Exodia of, of wrestling. And that is, and that is not not yeah. seen in wrestling today because I mean we yeah. saw we see John Cena doing like fifteen AAs and then he finally gets yes. the pin. The idea being that when he does bust it out, the match is over. Yeah, uh, which is something that they they used to save for the DDT. When someone got DDT, it's like oh my god, they're dead. <laughs> and now it's like they got DDT, they pop right back up. Exactly. And um, uh, yeah, so. Uh, AJ Styles comes out. Him and Roman Reigns don't have a lot of time to fight because he kind of hams it up on his way to the ring yeah. before the number fourth entrant. 
Uh, the one and only Tyler Breeze. Why not? And he got to do some cool stuff before being eliminated by AJ Styles. Yeah, by AJ Styles. <laughs> uh, which I think uh, AJ might have had. Yes, he did. Uh, he did not eliminate uh, a large number of people. No. But I, I am you know, cutting ahead two people. Uh, he did eliminate more people than Chris Jericho, who eliminated only one person the entire match. Fantastic. Well, he was sleeping for most of it. Uh, so, I mean, all, all said and done, people were kind of worried that if AJ Styles came in as a Rumble entrant and didn't just win the thing, that it would hurt his debut. I think because they decided that he was going to be the only real, like, mystery in this. He was the only guy who's not on the main roster, Sami Zayn, arguably, uh, to come out, that it kept him really special. It kept your eye on him uh, for when he was in the ring. And again, the way he's eliminated setting up with Kevin Owens did not hurt him one iota. No. And uh, I, 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 yeah. I, I think... Act, well, really, they could be the feud going into Fastlane, if not, if not Mania, that everyone's going to want to pay attention to. Yeah. Because Kevin Owens getting over his a- heel and AJ being the new, what we can only assume as the face, in the, the new face yeah. in the company. Absolutely. Uh, going, moving on. <laughs> uh, number five was Curtis Axel. Sure. He is, well, it was the social outcast. It was the social yeah. outcast coming out. But it is the return of uh, Curtis Axel who truly <laughs> has been r- working the Rumble for the last year. I like that he was never eliminated. They were a- answering Twitter questions before the uh, the whole show began. They were all standing around. And you're like, man, this w- Adam Rose is kind of subdued. And like Bo Dallas, they're kind of all doing their thing in equal measure. And then they ask the question to, to Curtis Axel, is he exhausted from having been in a Rumble for, for like 365 days or whatever? And like it's like, <laughs> yeah, this is this is all right. Um so yeah, Curtis gets eliminated pretty quickly. AJ St- <laughs> yeah. And, and by AJ Styles again. That was his uh, only... Well, the only yeah. two eliminations he had were uh, were Tyler Breeze and Curtis Axel. For sure. Uh, number six was Chris Jericho. Sure. Who we knew he was coming. We knew we were Top getting. Top contender. Him, Brock Lesnar, and Roman Reigns. Which he try, he, yeah. And I, I give him credit for trying to put himself over before this <laughs> as going to be, you know, lasting the entire Rumble and wanting to be champion. Yeah. I, I, I can believe, legitimately that. believe... <laughs> That that's what he wanted. Yeah. Did I know that was going to happen or not going to happen? Yes. And he was he in was there for a win. long he was. time. He was in there until the final four, final five. Yeah. Uh, until he was, you know, well past where where he should have believably been. Um, yeah. And he and he was eliminated by the sec- the last last uh, eliminated superstar, Dean yeah. Ambrose. Yeah. So that lasted a while. Uh, going on, number do seven, you, Kane. Do you think they're setting up Dean Ambrose and Chris Jericho for the IC title? I Fastlane? really hope not. I think that's what they did. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, number seven was Kane. <laughs> yeah, I, Kane was in the match. The record number of eliminations. Yeah. He was there for he, that reason. He bolstered it a little bit. He, yes, he, 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 had, he added a number to his list. <laughs> yep. uh, actually, he a added... Couple. At least a couple. One to yep. his list. Sure. He got that's, one. That's 43, So he's now Kane. 43. Uh, Equal to his age. <laughs> I don't know how old Kane is. At this but uh, he, was, he was later eliminated by Braun Strowman. Yes. Uh, he, yeah. The Strowman. I mean, uh, it, was, it, was, it was the monster versus monster. You can see why Kane was eliminated by yep. him, because he'd be the he only one. He was the only one. one. Big Show also felt to Braun yeah. Strowman. Number eight, Gold Dust. Sure, you get what you, you see. What you get. So this was the the series of. I mean, run them down real quick. It was uh, it was Kane, Gold Dust, Ryback, uh, Ryback, yeah, and then Kofi like, Kingston, uh, which yeah. Yeah, came was, out with the was, new it day. Was, it was better, and we, yeah. we, we you know what? Forget the others. We can just stop on Kofi Kingston for a second because the way he every year he does he he yes. does some kind of acrobatic maneuver to stay in yeah. the match from being eliminated and this year he just jumped on Big E's shoulders yeah. and he rode around the ring for one yeah. or two laps he went and grabbed a soda and popcorn from someone in the front row and for a little while was just 
sitting at ringside on Biggie's sh- shoulders, enjoying some popcorn, and that's fine. The New Day already had a big big spot in this pay per view. Uh, that that was fine for Kofi. Uh, it was good. Yeah. And for the longest period of time, we were um, went until we realized where the popcorn came from on the ground. We yeah. were like, <laughs> we're like what the was, was, was someone throwing popcorn at the yeah. superstars? Yeah, who was, was doing Co- this? It was Kofi. <laughs> That's all I need to know. All right. Uh, Titus O'Neil was number eleven. Sure. Uh, Dad of the year. Out from Big Show, you get. Yeah. You know, That's about it. Titus had some good some good moments too. He he was. He was. I remember was, him was, being in the match. He was involved, but yeah. I'll That's forget Goldust was in this Rumble. I definitely remember Titus O'Neil. <laughs> I do admittedly like Titus. I think he's a believable, like, he would, would have fit in that U.S. title open challenge thing yeah. against a Cesaro and against Cena. I think Titus is uh, athletic enough that he could have had some cool matches there and, and should have a singles run before his and he's that And he is that good guy. Yeah. He's, he's that good he, guy that he's you over. Like, for. he's like, our truth is the same thing, though. People like our truth. He's that, that I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah. Speaking of our truth, he was next. Yeah. And, and he this, thought it was a money in the this, bank this, match. This, this, this is what I mean. He thinks it's a money in the bank match. He thinks that the whole insanity yeah. thinks it's the Slammies. And he cut, he grabs, he, before he even gets in the ring, he grabs a ladder, gets in, sets it up, goes to the top, puts his arm, arms up to grab a briefcase or a title, and yeah. he stares at it going, yeah. And then all superstars are staring at him like he's an idiot. Well, that's a good comedy spot. He comes down, Kane immediately eliminates him. I just, I, I. Of all the people. When you saw him come down and you saw him go under the apron to get a ladder, you knew exactly what was happening. And even in its predictability, it was entertaining for what it was worth. But I would, I would expect that from, like, Bo. Like, Bo Dallas. I wouldn't expect that from yeah, him. Bo Dallas isn't an idiot. He's just ineffective. <laughs> he, that, for, for me, I see him as a buffoon. Bo, Bo Dallas <laughs> is, uh, I mean, with his, his uh, you know, you just got to believe. He's kind of the fourth member of the New Day without ever having been paired with them when you think about it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the power of positivity. Bo <laughs> Dallas is all over that. Luke Harper, number 13, finally so, get yeah. to the meat and potatoes of this. Our, our boy. Uh, the is, first of the Wyatt family to come down. He 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 is definitely a fan favorite of the both of us. I yep. mean, with his with his stained shirt and his his, yep. his kerosene soaked rag in his back pocket. Uh, charisma where he needs it. An excellent wrestler in his own in his own regard. The things the things Luke Harper does that you don't take note of is what makes him special. Is that anytime if your eyes wander to Luke Harper, he's he's hamming, he's doing it. He's doing something. Yeah, he's always doing something. He's doing something funky with his fingers or like staring somebody in the eye. He's, he's on always in a way that a lot of wrestlers, Kevin Owens is another guy. Same thing. Yeah. Same yeah. thing in ring, no matter what he is doing, whether he is immediately involved in the match or not, yeah. he's always doing something much like when he goes to the commentary table and he is always involved in the discussion. Yeah. He is always putting himself over and that is what you need to yeah. do. Luke Harper is the quiet version of that. <laughs> he does with what his character can do within his guidelines. Uh, he does very well. So uh, we both like Luke Harper. And he did. He did last yeah. for a, 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 a well. He was number thirteen. Yeah. But he did last uh, for a while in this match he, until he was eliminated by yeah. Brock Lesnar. Well, when it comes down to him, Eric Rowan or Braun Strowman, Luke Harper is like a ten compared to their three and one for wrestling <laughs> ability. So you do put Luke Harper in there early. Of course. And the threat being that as soon as the other Wyatt show up, obviously they're going to work together. Yeah. Uh, in a way that no one else in this role. Rumble could figure out like, hey Ryback, you're a face. Titus O'Neil, you're a face. Why don't you start eliminating some some heel? Whatever. It's a Royal Rumble. Everybody's for themselves, I guess. That's fine. Following that, uh, uh, Lu- around oh. this Luke Harper entrance is when Roman Reigns got injured. Oh yeah. yes, yes, this yes. is make, when make, the make League of Nations showed up and pulled him out. Uh, just to let you know, this is at number thirteen. <laughs> Roman Reigns is pulled. He's pulled been, out he has been pulverized yeah. and demolished. In, again, what is uh, I would say is a comedy spot with Rusev, and then Rusev takes a monitor from the table too oh, and carries it backstage. Did you? And, and speaking of that, I was informed today. Uh, did you hear what he tweeted? No. Uh, this I think it was, I believe it was this morning. It might have been. Did you late, hear late, what like, Rusev tweeted with Andrew? He, he, <laughs> he claimed that he is now the television champion. Yes. 
He took the he got the TV. He took the television and he's now the television champion. I hope that comes maybe, up on Raw. <laughs> maybe maybe that's a small shout out to the old television championship yeah. uh, in WCW and before that, prior to those days. But I, I thought that was absolutely fantastic. And this is why Rusev is still one of my favorites. I, I really like Rusev as well. Uh, we we tend to agree on a lot of things. I don't think there's too many wrestlers that I really dig that you you dislike. Um, but yeah, definitely Rusev stands above the rest of the League of Nations. Uh, you know, not necessarily wrestling ability. Like, Sheamus can wrestle. Yeah. Alberto Del Rio is a fine wrestler. Uh, but Rusev actually has some personality to go with it. And I still look at Rusev as a face. As this, I do, bumbling, I this bumbling strong man. You know what? So, you speak of, like, our truth He yeah. is the buffoon that I can get behind. <laughs> he is the goofy buffoon yeah. that I can get behind. He... Our truth is good at his what he does. Let's just put it that way. Uh, Stardust is next. Uh, Stardust is number fourteen. He was yeah. eliminated by Luke Harper, but I guess not immediately. Not he immediately. Was he was in there yeah. for a little bit, but I really think, looking back now, that uh, this that that this could be the last true time in its entirety that we see the personality of Stardust. Yeah, well, definitely for the Royal Rumble. Tweet, yeah. That's for damn sure. Well, number fifteen. It's, it's a big, big show. show. He was eliminated by Braun Strowman. <laughs> yes. Uh, later on, though, he, he was he was in it for some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I wish I had the numbers for how long each person lasted. That's I, okay. But yeah. I, I'm really not going to time I, I don't person. know if anybody really cares. <laughs> uh, number 16. Uh, the man who can defy gravity yet yeah. still got eliminated. Somehow he still was able to be eliminated. Neville. Yes. He was taken up by Luke Harper. I can't remember anything Neville did in this I match. I can't either. He's the breakout star of the year. Yeah. He had a cool can't cape. even remember him. Which is unfortunate because when Neville first came on the scene, like his move set, the his athleticism in the ring, it's unfortunate they weren't able to poise this guy against a Dolph Ziggler or someone with with you know same stature and, and athletic ability. Uh, hopefully, this you know Neville's got some programs ahead of him because that's that's a shame. You it, can put Neville against Tyler Breeze and have some awesome wrestling matches. The only thing yeah. is, is no one would care about those two characters going against one another. And that's, and that's yeah. kind of the, the double-edged sword of the of NXT, where it's a small environment and people can kind of grasp it a little bit better. Yeah. But you live by the sword, die by the sword in this yep. case. And I think technical prowess is more appreciated in NXT. I think... And that's, that's something yeah. I, I, I personally appreciate, too. Yep. I mean, the storyline doesn't have to be great. If you give me a great match, but you give me a piss-poor story, I can live with that. Well, it's also... It's the intensity of the matches in NXT. They are telling the story... They only have so much time in an NXT yeah. show. They are telling the story in the match... Uh, I mean, look look at any NXT pay per view match, and you're like, yeah, they're they're getting it across here, um, and that's something that the WWE does, doesn't have. It's just like, okay, here's the setup, and now a wrestling match, but none of this <laughs> seems to factor in unless Kevin Owens is involved because that man's just on. Um, Braun Strowman is next. Now you have the uh, the danger, of course, of Luke Harper and Braun Strowman working together, and immediately they start just taking chumps well, out. Half, half of the Wyatt yeah. family. It's what you expected. Yeah. Because you knew they were going to be in it. You pretty much you know understood that the two monsters so far in there yeah. would take the rest of them out. Uh, number 18, Kevin Owens. Our boy. Comes out looking haggard as hell. Yo, he, yeah. he was, the best part was he was limping to the ring, understandably, yeah. after what he's been through. But when he got into the ring, it was full dude, on Kevin Owens. Dude, his face. Like, you just saw it in his face that this was a dude who was exhausted and beaten to shreds. But, like, yeah, hell yeah, he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. Why Why wouldn't he? Uh, I, would, well, yeah. I, I, I wish. <laughs> yeah. And the, uh, what's cool is the way they set this up now is that uh, at number 19, Andrew. Dean Ambrose. Yes. So Kevin Owens is just waiting for him in the ring. And I don't think it happens often that there's a Royal Rumble on the same night of a hellacious match like this where the two guys then enter one after one another and just immediately get to go at it again in the same night. So that was awesome. I, well, I like that. And I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. But, which was 
even over that. What was sorry? What overshadowed that yeah. was actually number twenty. And that was Sami Zayn. Yeah. Before this happens, though, Kevin Owens does eliminate uh, AJ Styles at that point. Does he? Yes. It the the, the way this worked out. <laughs> oh so, yes, yes, yes. So you have Kevin Owens and Dean Ambrose, and you're like, you know what? That story's probably over, but it could have gone another round, and I would have been okay with it. And then, then you have Sami yeah. Zayn comes out. Yeah, and, but you have Kevin Owens eliminating AJ, and you're like, okay. Maybe that's next for Kevin Owens. That's yeah. believable, too. Like, that would be awesome. Those two guys fighting, amazing. Then you have Sami Zayn come out, and you're like, Kevin Owens, this is like the Kevin Owens show now. This guy has believable heat with these three guys based on very little other than just Kevin Owens' personality, and you just see the seething hate in his face for and, Sami Zayn. And something that should be said is Sami Zayn isn't 100%. No. No. He's, uh, you, he's still uh, injured. Usually, yeah. usually they wait until the superstars are 100. Yeah. percent They're fully uh, rehabbed. Sami Zayn is at like 90, percent maybe yeah. 85, percent and he's but he's he's still performing quite well. There there wasn't much of a showing for Sami Zayn here. It was more that he showed up just to keep him relevant in that regard. He's an NXT star, obviously, and I don't believe they will bring him up anytime no, soon. No, he's he's more um, than likely going to be going against uh, Finn Balor for the title in NXT. Yeah, I, I think it's more likely Finn Balor comes up first. Was tweeting uh, videos of what was going on yesterday, sure. and or and he did he did capture the one of Sami Zayn. And it was kind of like a little pat on the back, like, you know, yeah. welcome back, you're in the Rumble. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was it, you know, for, for two guys awesome. who were going to be yeah. uh, butting heads, th- that was pretty cool. Yeah. But, Eric uh, Rowan's next. Yeah, number 21, Eric Rowan. I, so, yeah. <laughs> at this point, it's domination by the Wyatts. They are eliminating most everyone. Uh, and then, of course, <laughs> Mark Hen- well, yeah, fodder Mark for the Wyatts. <laughs> yeah, this, 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 this was a couple of fodders of two in a row here, Mark yeah. Henry. Uh, he, they, 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 they kept him strong. He got to be eliminated by all the Wyatts except Bray. It took, it so. took three people to eliminate him. Yeah. Uh, number 23. Brock Lesnar finally makes himself known. Yes. And you knew he was going to be coming in the latter, latter portion of, the, of this event. So uh, Brock Lesnar here ends up eliminating all of the Wyatts uh, during his, his rampage. He's taking everybody out. What's cool is he's kind of looking around the ring and calculating. As soon as someone starts to get up, he goes and suplexes them. Oh, you're going to get on your feet? Well, an F5 to you. And if they're on the ground, they're not a threat to him, which is really neat to watch him kind of like calculate and move around the ring. I like Brock Lesnar. But it was I, think he, I think he doesn't get credit for what he does. But it was good to see him actually do that because usually it's just, I am Brock Lesnar, me smash. Yeah. Whereas in that, in, in that sense, he was actually looking he's to see He's a tactician. What, he's calculated. Which well, is, in this yeah. case, yeah. Which is part of his character, admittedly. Like as with the MMA background and just how he presents himself, this is a guy who's like, all right. I have to, this is ridiculous when you think about it in these terms, but I have to beat, you know, I'm coming in at number 23. Not only is there going to be seven more guys coming down the ramp, there's already seven guys in this ring. Let's get to work, yeah. uh, which was really cool. So, yeah. And then they began <laughs> the uh, the fodder parade again yeah. with uh, <laughs> Jack Swagger at 24. Yeah. Didn't last long. Brock took him out. Uh, the Miz comes down next, and he stays at ringside until Brock uh, makes his exit. So, Smart of the Miz. I like the Miz. That's one guy that, that was, I like that you just have. No, I, I really don't. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't despise the Miz, but I don't like him. And I, I, I got to say that was actually really smart because yeah. not everyone. He's like, did, why? Why am I going to go in there? Yeah. Why, <laughs> yeah. why, why didn't I just stand here and wait until it's yeah. you know, pro- proper for me to go in? There's no DQ. There's no countouts in a Royal Rumble. Why not <laughs> wait? Uh, yeah. And then following that was Alberto Del Rio. I mean, I'm not really you know a jobber or no. a, a fodder but what was he, interesting here is that most everyone who had a championship match earlier in the night be it uh i mean the usos obviously weren't in the rumble but uh kofi showed up we had uh dean ambrose and kevin owens which of course was i which is why i'm really worried that dean ambrose and chris jericho is next because they wanted to set that up in this rumble uh but you had del rio show up no Kalisto uh showing up in the in the rumble which whatever he he could have taken Neville's spot, but rightfully Neville should have had that, 
Well, and that that gives a little bit of the believability back that Alberta lost his title. Let's put him back in. Yeah. And that is why I did not think uh, Dean was going to win this match tonight. No. If he had, if he had won no that, way in hell. <laughs> if he won that match earlier, there was no way in hell that he was winning the, the Unless uh, the they were like, okay, rocket ship on Dean Ambrose. Let's go. Let's see what this guy can do. Give him both championships. Which, which he and, completely deserves. He, yeah. he deserves a giant push. He's just not going to get it. More right so now. than anybody here. Anyway, um, Bray Wyatt's in next. So Bray Wyatt comes in. Brock Lesnar's still in the match at this point. Bray Wyatt's six, the Wyatt family, who've all been eliminated at this point, to come back, and this is what I was talking about earlier, to come back into the ring and eliminate Brock Lesnar, and they're successful. Uh, but it comes down to then Brock Lesnar just leaves with Paul Heyman. Brock Lesnar, if he's the Brock Lesnar we know Brock Lesnar to be, should be back in that ring eliminating Bray Wyatt because there's nothing that says he can't. Either that or eliminating everyone. Just going yes. on a rampage. Yeah. Which is like now it's kind of messing with your suspension of disbelief because you're like, okay, you've just established Brock Lesnar especially should know this. That doesn't matter if you've been eliminated. You can go back in and wreak havoc. Why he would just walk away seems very... Out of character for Brock Lesnar, you could ultimately see someone like a Miz uh, or you know anyone else on this list be like, "Well, I didn't have it." Let's be honest here; this isn't <laughs> going to go my way. Brock Lesnar, on the other hand, like made a point with Paul Heyman on uh, past week's Raw to try to skip the Rumble altogether. Just put this guy in the Mania match. You know, if he goes in the Rumble, it's not going to be good for everyone involved. And then the way this kind of ended was was crappy. And Raw's this night. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, number 28, top heel in the company, yeah. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I hate Ziggler so much. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I used to be with, with Ziggler. I, I can't I liked more. his penchant for punching his boss in the face when it came down to it, though. That was pretty good. He was the only guy that, like, when Triple H came into the ring, just went for him. So, good for him. Uh, strategically placed, of course, at the end. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sheamus comes in. Um, really didn't do anything. It was kind of the one-two punch. It was like, Sheamus and Triple H are going to go in last and clean up. Is is. You can imagine Vince's plan to to yeah. Well, that, that was the most that was the, the impressive thing. I mean, what we might as well say it. Number thirty was Triple H. Yeah. Uh, the really cool thing was when they did work together, they were both mortal. Yeah. They were especially Triple H. They weren't. I mean, he he almost there was one yeah. point where he where he got flipped over the ropes, and then he had been hit, and he he kind of flew back. And yeah. last minute, grabbed that rope. That, he was trying to sell it, but he might have sold it a little too far, a little too well. Well, that that's Triple H for you. <laughs> that was the thing too. Is I was if you would have asked me how this ends with like Triple H is going to win this, how does it end? I would have definitely said that uh, Roman Reigns goes over these these twenty nine guys, and the last guy comes out is Triple H, and because he's so tired, Triple H just in a flat out you know wrestling match defeats Roman Reigns. How it kind of kind of came out though is like when Roman Reigns disappeared at around entrant 13 and disappeared for a very long time in this match you're like okay there's no way in hell he's retaining or this crowd will riot this guy didn't earn it and already he was kind of on the side of the ring not doing his thing I don't know if that's a commentary on Roman Reigns' ability as a wrestler if they I don't know what that is I don't know why he had to disappear in the middle of this he could have been left at ringside I think I think it was a, a way of believing that he wouldn't have to be involved, and it was an easy way just to keep him in it, yeah, and have to keep a story going inside the ring when they could just have him be, you know, fake fake yeah. his injury or not like actually faking his injury, but you get what I mean, yeah, and then being taken away and coming back, and oh, here's the reason why he's still in the match twenty yeah. entrants later, yep, or or, or less than a little and less again, than it that. comes down to there's no DQ. Roman Reigns gets thrown out of this rumble and doesn't attack Triple H at well, the end of the show. It was it was and one, someone on Twitter had said that he voluntarily left, which is completely oh. true. He invol- he voluntarily left the match. Does that still qualify him to be involved in the rumble? That's interesting. 
that he like it's okay. So if someone really got injured, obviously you'd expect them to be taken away because it's wrestling. Yeah, we're sitting there being like, okay, this is something we've seen time and time again. But you're like, how do you? How are you still qualified to win a Royal Rumble if you disappear for half of it? But again, you can stay outside the ring. You can do what yep. the Miz did. You can hide under the ring. There's no DQ. So I think they need to kind of boil down the rules for the Rumble. From my perspective, again, it's wrestling. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but it really hurt my suspension of disbelief multiple times during this. Where you're like, you can do that in a Rumble? Well, why the hell does anybody come down the ramp? You're announced at number one or number two. Stay yeah. backstage and come out like way later. Unless you can put over the top rope, you're not eliminated. At least Curtis Axel will tell you. <laughs> at least we didn't get that lame hiding under the ring type thing. No. Well, they're all, they're all hiding there. You're like, who's under the ring? Who's under yeah. the ring? Well, you, you know who's hiding there. It was like the the battle, the women's battle royal, and Eva, and Eva Marie's hiding under the ring for half the match. She did a really poor job yeah. because everyone could see her in our camera angles where you could see her under the ring. So at least we didn't have to deal with that. I mean, he could have been piled under a bunch of debris of the tables, and it's just like, okay, well, when Triple H gets out, we'll just throw him out. But you could have had Roman Reigns at a certain point, like, bust out of the debris or something, and, like, he's got a second wind, he's back. Whatever. Anyways, what I was trying to get to, <laughs> where I, before I got sidetracked there, is that, uh, yes, Triple H had to work. Uh, it wasn't... I would have thought that if you're going to do Triple H winning, that Roman Reigns gets to the end and Triple H is the last roadblock. No, Triple H comes in at 30, and there's still lots of people in the ring. Triple H has a few eliminations to do. Dolph Ziggler comes after him. Um, Chris Jericho, I believe, is still in the ring at this point, yeah, and uh, gets eliminated by... No, by Dean Ambrose, who's still there. Um, yeah, uh, it, it kind of adds credibility, credibility to Triple H, but hurts the story at large, which I thought was going to be a, a, a screwy ending that, yes, Triple H can wrestle, but until he absolutely has to, like, Sheamus comes in and it's mostly cleaned up by the time he gets there, uh, but that's not the case at all. So this was kind of, if you're a Triple H fan, this was actually a better outcome. Uh, I, I, I really enjoyed that. It, was, it wasn't just him going in yeah. the cleaning house and he wins. It the, was, he actually had... Visibly, he had to work for it. The problem there being is it, it kind of faceifies him. Because now you're, like, rooting for Triple H that he's actually competing with all these guys. You, you know, I think he's that he's that old school case of where, I mean, for me personally, yeah. I really don't care if he's, you know, COO Triple H or yeah. if he's just the game, or if he is the game. Well, because he's back to wrestling. I don't care. From the outside, I still like yeah, him. from the outside looking in, you're like, the owner of the freaking company wins his, his Royal Rumble match to win the title. Well, that's crappy. It's like, no, 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 there's, there's more to it than that. There's a story that you have to extrapolate on here. And it's not... Triple H is not going to be the champion for a year. He's going to be the champion for a month or maybe two. It's the realization here. It's part of the story that Triple H wins it. And fair enough. Give him his 14th championship. Well, it's, it's, and it's no different than Vince giving himself yeah. the championship years like years ago. Yeah. It, it, it's not any different. And, you know, it speaks volumes to You throw Roman Reigns and the crowd. <laughs> it, I, I want to say it's 50-50, but I'm going to say the crowd cheered when Roman Reigns yeah. got eliminated. Because then you're like, oh, he's not... It doesn't come down to just him and Triple H. It's Dean Ambrose and Triple H. And now the crowd's on fire. Because they're like, you know, Dean Ambrose is posturing. He's, he's surrounding Triple H in the ring. You're like, yeah, Dean Ambrose is going to do this. He's going to eliminate his boss. This is going to be friggin' awesome. Uh, in a way that that should have been Roman Reigns' spot. It If this story, if anything that has mattered with Roman Reigns up to this point, Dean Ambrose should have been able to be thrown over. And Roman Reigns versus Triple H should have had as big a pop. But obviously... They they don't think so. They no. left Dean Ambrose in. They're like, people are going to like it more if we give the possibility of Dean Ambrose winning this thing than Roman Reigns retaining. I, yeah, I and that's the truth. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, so when Dean Ambrose loses, it becomes a little disappointing uh, for, for, I think, a lot of the, the crowd. Because they're like, oh, man, I didn't know that was on the table. Holy crap. Like, that, that would have been cool. And it, again, 
anything you do with Roman Reigns going forward now is hurt that much by it. Whatever Roman Reigns does on Raw tomorrow night, I don't care. I can't care about Roman Reigns as much as they want me to. Um, whereas just a moment like that, when you see Dean Ambrose and Triple H in the ring together, and it comes down to those two guys, you're like, this is infinitely more interesting than anything, like, anyone else in that Rumble, ultimately, versing Triple H at the end of that match, like, Jericho versus Triple H, you'd be like, damn, like... There's a history there, too. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying, right? So, that that's where I think people are disappointed, we're like, oh, they did go with Triple H, well, we know what is kind of coming of this now, and it's the realization, when you watch wrestling week to week, that you're like, well... It's going to be two months before that belt becomes relevant to me again. If it's still Roman Reigns competing for it, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, and that's a bummer. And that's why I think bummed a lot of people who watch wrestling out about the Rumble. To everybody else, it was an entertaining match that ended with the boss of the company winning the title. Which, whatever. It's funny in and of itself. Can you imagine Dana White being like, no, 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 no. no. I'm going to fight him. <laughs> like, no, no. That doesn't work that way. Joe and, Rogan getting in the ring. And it's it, it's kind of like watching part one of a movie, not seeing part two and immediately judge it. We haven't seen yeah. the second part yet. We don't know how the second act is going to unfold. Yep. So we'll see where this goes tonight. Of course, I fully expect to see a 20-minute... Uh, Soliloquy. <laughs> of Triple H talking about how he deserves a title. And I have, to be honest, I mean... He sells himself well. He's always had a knack for making you love or hate him. I don't even want to see I that. See I want to see it, it like it, it, like daddy's taking away baby's bottle. I don't even want to see him gloat about winning as much as like this had Rolling to happen. Pouting. You you can't have this. Like this, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I want to see more of that angle. And like to that end, why isn't Roman Reigns just fired tonight on Raw? The only thing that was keeping him relevant to the company, and as far as Vince's explanation was, if he won that title, and guess what he did. So we we still haven't had what Triple H and Sheamus there should be fallout there. That's a that's a gap in the story. That Triple H was was hurt, injured, and it was kind of like okay, well at least Sheamus Sheamus is defending this championship. Vince and Steph are there. I have nothing to worry about if I'm going to be gone for a month. And immediately on Raw, Sheamus loses the title and everything goes to shit. Trip. Triple H should be taking charge. He should be like when when Vince lifted his arm at the end there. I wanted to see him like throw it down. I wanted to be like, no, Triple H is back and he's pissed off at what what the company has been left in for this month. So much so that he had to win the friggin' title and he's going to set everything straight. That would have been interesting. But at what yeah. point would he be turned face then? It, it's He's already there. He, There's no way Triple H is a, holding he, a championship. But, he, but, he's, but he's, a, he's, a, he's a face in, re, in, in, in fan reaction to some, yes. some of us. Not in, a, not in like actuality, character-wise. I yes. mean, I, 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 well, until I realized the fact of, you know, when you... <laughs> Came of age and realized that, oh, he's a heel, and I hate <laughs> yeah. him, he's doing his job. Flip that, I like him. Yeah. I mean, it, it, whether he's a heel or not, and he's doing his job, I'll, I'll cheer for him. Triple H but. is already over, dude. Also, this was in Orlando, where Triple H is a face. He's the leader of the NXT. He is the man there. So we'll see on Raw how the crowd reacts. Where is Raw tonight? I have no idea. I'm imagining somewhere close by. <laughs> Like, I wouldn't imagine it's too My, far like away. Miami or something. No, I don't know if it's still in Florida, but, like, you can't imagine that I, I, I bet it is. Yeah, after a Royal Rumble, they're putting everybody on an airplane too far away. I can't imagine that. We can easily look this up as well, but I refuse. Uh, <laughs> Surprise tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that's an hour talking about the Rumble. I think that's about about right. Uh, good show, all, all things considered. We'll see where they go from here. Um yeah, in my personal opinion, what I just said about Triple H, I think, would be... I, I don't think it's about gloating about having the championship, especially from the angle of, yeah, he is the CEO of the company holding the championship <laughs> right now. It should be like, listen, it's not that I wanted this. It, this had to happen. No, Like, I can't trust any of these a-holes to, to do their job. Like, the League of Nations to Triple H should be a joke and Vince McMahon's thing, which was kind of set up 
in that I want to see that and whether it comes down to a face turn for, for Triple H and like whatever comes of that, so be it. Triple H can handle it and it won't hurt his character and ultimately we want to see the authority go away forever, in my opinion. So if this is the way they do it, they, they face turn Triple H and then he just becomes the, the guy upstairs like William Regal who's just, ah, he's there you know, doing his thing. You, but you always, you always need someone in power for everyone to look to and he needs to be that person and they're just trying to create this biased... The problem is, this, though... This, this biased group to keep everything yes. running. The, the problem is that biased group is the best heels of the company. And only one of them can wrestle, and he's not going to do it week to week. Is the real problem that they have in or, the WWE. Or Thursdays. Yeah, or, or Thursdays. Tuesdays, Tuesdays, he's not going to yeah. do it. He's not going to do it on Tuesdays. And he's maybe going to do it on Monday once in a while. Uh, <laughs> and that's the real problem, is that you, no one else can rise to their level. Because you're never going to be a better heel than Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, and Triple H. While yeah. they're around. Uh, and and they have done nothing to to say otherwise. Bring back the GM the, process, then. The the League of Legends is literally lackeys for the authority in the same way that Randy Orton, Kane, and Seth Rollins were. Nothing has changed. They, they Everything's might, the same. <laughs> and they, they, they they might have to bring back the GMs then to run each show, even though they're not a separate show. Yep. But just to have so, keep someone there to spice it up. We, I, I know a guy who's waiting for a friggin' phone call from the WWE, and his name's Daniel Bryan. Maybe you give him a ring, and he becomes GM. Oh, I thought you were gonna go with Mick Foley. Uh, shit. Why not? <laughs> Again, like, uh, whatever. We can't tell them what to do, Andrew. Uh, we can just sit back and, and and look at it and be like, well, if I was in this position, I might try doing this. Or I would <laughs> like seeing this. You want those goosebumpy moments uh, to happen. And and this Rumble had a couple of those, admittedly. AJ Styles coming out was like, oh, man, the next the new era is here. And uh, Dean Ambrose squaring off against Triple H at the end of that match was like, oh, this is actually unforeseen. Didn't, I didn't know this was going to happen. Uh, and there's so few moments like that in uh, in the WWE as it stands. I yeah. think that's that's basically what it comes down to. E- even down to Roman Reigns attacking Triple H at the end of TLC. You're like, I, I this is something I hoped was going to happen, and it did. Awesome. Cool. They read my mind. Uh, that rarely happens in the <laughs> WWE. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, of course, Nakamura announced that he is done with New Japan, so that guy can pop up any goddamn time he wants on WWE. Uh, so look look forward to that in the Bullet Club, of course, as well. We have uh, some NXT debuts and stuff like that. So there's a lot of fresh talent coming in, and we'll see how they're utilized. Uh, whether it's just they... The problem with WWE, I keep seeing with these new guys showing up, and admittedly I haven't been watching wrestling as much as other people, but seeing these cool names and guys show up, even down to like someone like Neville, which I saw a little bit of him on NXT. I'm like, this is going to be cool when this guy comes up to the main roster. Have him debut, have kind of like some big spots he does, and then they're like, well... If he's not over entirely because of his wrestling ability, I guess he's done then. And then that's a shame. So, don't screw it up. <laughs> Any final thoughts, Andrew, before we call this one? I think you actually summed up, like, everything. I said every <laughs> word possible in the last ten minutes. So, thank you for listening to my ramblings. Uh, if you want to reach me or Andrew, of course, you can comment anywhere you see this this posted. On Twitter, you can go at TurnBasedAttack. Uh, on Facebook, slash TurnBasedAttack. It's easy as that. Sultans of Slam podcast. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back. Maybe we'll wait a week, get a couple of Raws under the belt before we, we talk again, kind of see what direction they're heading in, because I just imagine tonight is a bunch of rematches. It's possible. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, they usually end up doing it after a pay-per-view, but you know, we'll see. We could be yeah. pleasantly surprised. We were surprised yesterday. Maybe tonight's Let's the do same. another Rumble. <laughs> anyway. Every day's the Rumble for Rusev. <laughs> that's right. We have to throw people on the bus just to get to Raw tonight. And that's the Sultans of... Slam and welcome